Welcome to Finding Your Voice After 40, a weekly podcast that includes interviews with multicultural women and men over the age of 40 who have gone from ordinary to extraordinary living. I am your host, Kenya McGuire-Johnson, and as an artist, educator, and certified health, wellness, and mindset coach, my goal is to share incredible interviews and stories of people you may know or you may not know who are reclaiming and renewing their lives. Whether you're over 40 or not quite there yet, each week you will be inspired to thrive and not simply survive. Remember, change is inevitable, but growth is optional. To learn more about our amazing self-care and wellness holistic services, head on over to www.findingyourvoiceafter40.com or to get bonus episodes, head over to our Patreon and become a subscriber at patreon.com slash findingyourvoice. And welcome back to Finding Your Voice After 40. This is Kenya. And this is episode 55 in season two, Alchemize Fear into Courage. This is an interview with Nicole Walters, who is a part of our Art Voices Matter series. She's actually kicking off the series for the second season. This is where we bring artists from all walks of creative life to highlight how they are managing finding their voices, um, kind of the behind the scenes of an artist. Um, ja uh, Nicole is a jazz vocalist, as well as a songwriter, as well as an author, and just such a tremendous soul. You are gonna love this interview. And I know that the title feels kind of deep, right? Like alchemize fear into courage. Well, this is actually a line that Nicole says at a point in the interview, I asked her about fear and because she did something extremely courageous um, in her personal life. And I knew that there had to be a lot of fear involved. And, and she talks about that and you got to listen so you can have the context of why I titled this Alchemize Fear into Courage, because that was a really powerful powerful statement. And one that I think is so important nowadays for us to really understand what to do with fear. I've talked about fear in a variety of spaces and how to, how to handle fear because fear is natural. Fear is a part of our humanity. It's a part of our existence. It's a part of who we are as we're navigating. And it's not about avoiding fear. It's not about denying fear. And it's not about fighting fear. Um, but I had never heard anybody saying alchemizing fear and using it, making it shift and transition and pivot into courage. And so, yeah, that's, that's where we go. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we go in this interview. So you're gonna you're gonna love it. You're gonna love Nicole. And the beautiful thing is when we bring artists, you can go and listen to them and or see their creative spaces and pieces. And you know, she has um, a variety of things that we've included in the show notes, including her book and then her social media, so that you can get to know her more and see when she is doing her creative stuff. So very, very wonderful interview. Um, before we dig in, we are, we release our episodes on Thursdays. And so if you're listening in live time, 
we are about to hit the fall equinox. We are about to hit a new season, y'all. Summer is about to officially, officially be gone. And so I have the awesome opportunity of um, helping people better maybe understand with this fall equinox what that means in terms um, astrologically and what are some things we can do for our soul and that we can consider spiritually um, when we shift into this new season. So not just about our fall uh, outerwear, um, <laughs> not just about Halloween and getting ready for Thanksgiving or you know the fall colors, which is all very much still energetically a part of it. There's some other things that you can be doing personally just um, to work with the energy of the season. And I have the opportunity today on Thursday, if you are listening to this in live time, this um, late afternoon, early evening, I'll be doing an IG live um, with Nicole. I want to say Nicole's last name is Blonder. And um, this is Equilibrium. She and um, her business partner, Marnie, they have a space for artists to help artists with their mental health and creating that sense of equilibrium. So when the summer solstice came about, I did an IG live with her to talk more about astrologically what that means and how we can use that energy. And so she's invited me to come back to do the same now that we're going to the fall equinox. So IG live at Kenya MJ music um, is how you can follow me or tap in to watch the IG live. It's 5 p.m. Eastern time, 4 p.m. Central. Um, and we're just going to chat about it. So if you're curious, tune in. If you can't tune in or if you're listening to this <laughs> episode way after that date, um, you should be able to still watch um, that particular interview um, on This Is Equilibrium. Um, I'm going to see if there's a way for me to get it um, so that I can, I can always just download, copy the link and share it within my community. So as you as long as you're a newsletter subscriber, you'll also get a link. And how do you become a newsletter subscriber? You ask, <laughs> well, you can go to finding your voice after 40.com and just hit where it says subscribe, or you can go to the show notes and you'll see a link that says to learn more about our services. And that's actually a link tree link and it gives all the good. So join me. And if you're in Chicago, which is where I'm based. So if you are in the Chicagoland area, every fourth Sunday, um, although October, I will not, October, the, the space that I usually do what I'm about to say, they're gonna be taking October as a sabbatical time. But this fourth Sunday, September 24th, I will be at Haji Healing Salon doing my astrological readings. And so I do this astro self-care is what we call it. It's really an astrology guidance reading and guidance for self-care and, and personal development and breakthroughs transformation. Um, I do that on the fourth Sundays. It's a residency that I do and I'll be there this Sunday, the 24th. Um, you can make appointments. I'm there between 12 and five central time. And if you go to Haji, Haji is H-A-J-I. We'll include all this in the show notes, but hajihealing.com slash book, okay? Um, or just go to the show notes. Um, you can also, again, when you go to my website, findingyourvoiceafter40.com, and it says upcoming events, you just go there and click and you'll see the Haji option. Um, sometimes when you get to Haji, you might be like, I still don't see it. You just have to scroll where it says council. You click click where it says council, and then you'll scroll down and you'll see Kenya Astral Self-Care Council. 
All right. So join me, join me. If you have any problems locating any of these things that I've said, okay, any of these things, always, 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 you can email info at findingyourvoiceafter40.com. Okay. All right. So let's do our mindful message and then we will get into this beautiful, almost poetic. Nicole, she's poetic. The way she speaks on topics, it's like she just is, has just this really beautiful kind of eloquence and the way her use of words. I, I totally, she's a wordsmith. I totally see how she's a songwriter and author. She's a dear friend of mine and um, we've known each other for a really long time. And, but I've never, you know, we've never done interviews like this. So I just thought she just is just very poetic, a very beautiful, very, very beautiful conversation that we have. But before, let's do our um, mindful message of the day, of the week for you. Up and out. To heal the parts of me that feel hurt, I must feel every emotion. It has to come up to come out. I don't try to push my feelings away. I sit with them and feel them as I release them. That's a word. <laughs> that is a word, up and out. So I hope you grab that and allow the feelings to come up in order for them to get out and so that you can have the ability to release them and, and work through them. All right, let's get into this episode. Alchemize Fear into Courage, a part of our Art Voices Matter series with Nicole Walters. And we are back. And oh, guys, I'm so excited <laughs> for this interview. I'm so excited for this interview. I want to welcome our guests. Those of you who are just listening, you need to get on Patreon because I don't invite unattractive people. I only invite amazingly <laughs> beautiful people on top of their beautiful spirit. So welcome, Nicole. Nicole Thank Walters, how you. are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm better now. I'm so delighted to be sitting opposite you on this beautiful uh, platform that you have built and created this space for people just like me. And thank you for having me on your incredible podcast. Can you uh, appreciate it? Ah, uh, thank you. <laughs> we can, we can go into a huge gratitude fest because yes, we could. <laughs> we, we've spent the past 10 minutes, 15 minutes before even pushing record, just, you know, just giving love to each other. I, yeah. I, for those who are listening, I really don't invite people that I don't think have something that's just, uh, I don't know. I invite my friends. Nicole is a friend, so she is a sister <laughs> friend. But she's yes. so much more than that. And we actually haven't had a chance to really speak with each other in mm -hmm. years. Yeah. Um, but I'm not going to go into our whole relationship. This space is for you today and for you. You're being featured in our Art Voices Matter. You're actually the first mm -hmm. guest that's going to be when we record a lot. But you're the first <laughs> episode of our Art Voices Matter series to hit for the second Wonderful. season. Thank so you. I could. Yeah. Yes, you're welcome. I couldn't think of a better person because I think you guys are in for a really big treat. So I have a lot of questions. Mm. I do, but I'm not going to ask your question <laughs> yet. I'm going to read something to you. So I okay. want you to relax and I, I just okay. want you to listen to uh, these words I have for okay. you. Okay. All right. All right. 
Nicole Walters is a singer, songwriter, author, wife, mother, and grandmother. She grew up in Southern California, singing in her father's church, which was an environment where she, where words like spirit, ghost, saints, angels, miracles, and prayer were as commonplace as hello and good morning. In addition, her gospel roots, in addition to her gospel roots, she, no, 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 no. In addition, her gospel roots nurtured Nicole into the passionate jazz vocalist she is today. Later, Nicole moved to Colorado. This is where our bond yeah. began, um, <laughs> where she sang in various bands, toured internationally, and led singing in one of the largest churches in the Denver area. It was there she honed her award-winning songwriting talents. Nicole is also the author and creator of, oh my God, and you guys have to check this out, of Aisha and the Ancestors, which is a, <laughs> a picture book series that explores the world of spirituality through the eyes of a six-year-old named Aisha Clementine Brown and her family. It honors and celebrates Black family, Black history, Black contribution, and Black spirituality, especially ancestor veneration. Ah, <laughs> who's that? Who's that chick? Okay, that so man? yeah, I was gonna say, how did it feel hearing all of that? You know, I, um, well, uncomfortable, honestly. <laughs> like I, I, when I look back on my life, it feels, um, in so many ways, mundane. Honestly, mm. like I just go about living every day. Um, but I'm too wise to know that that's true. Like, I know that there is a miracle and every word is a prayer and every action mm. is uh, an act of devotion. Like I, mm. and so it, it feels uncomfortable. Like I have been, Kenya, one of my, my, my most regrettable, like, um, disliked questions is what do you do? Mm. <laughs> I, I hate that <laughs> Because there's nothing on my um, CV or resume that says that that says it's important that I graduated with honors from the University of Colorado. There's nothing yeah. that I could give a. Can we curse on this episode? Absolutely. Oh, okay. Please. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, like none of that really is important to me, and my my professional career demonstrates mm. that. Now I realize. Mm. Um, that that's just not for me what defines success. And so like, I, I love all the things that I've been able to express from just a place of joy and opportunity. Mm -hmm. I realize that that sometimes is not sort of um, highly regarded in our mm -hmm. corporate kind of capitalistic society, but mm -hmm. Like it's who I am. Like I yeah. sing, I songwrite, I I write children's books, I volunteer, I'm on the board for, <laughs> you know, these different organizations. Um, and that feels very ordinary to me. And yet I do feel very connected with my own inner guidance when I do mm. it, do most things. Yeah. I love it. I, it's so funny you said that you hate the question of what do you do? I'm beginning. I, I've never said that out loud, but I know that when I have to begin to explain this, it's going to feel to certain people mm -hmm. like a lot and mm -hmm. like, a, you know, very multiple. And for some that equals scattered or all these things, but for mm -hmm. me, it makes complete sense. And so... <laughs> I do. That's yeah. a hard question. It is it a hard is. question. It yeah. is. Yeah. And I'm married to like my 
childhood sweetheart whose resume does read, you know, like something out of, you know, <laughs> Forbes, right? <laughs> he is that guy. Yeah, and yeah. I'm just like, thank God you are, <laughs> because I don't have to be. <laughs> I could just <laughs> see what, you know, what wind I can chase today. Yes, so. yes. Well, it's so funny. I, I have a lot of questions I want to talk to you about yeah. your journey. Um, you are, I don't make people say their age, but I always offer, if you'd like yeah. to share, are you open to sharing your age? I am. I'm 54. And You're 54? See, I, I didn't even think she was going to say that, y'all. I'm like, you yeah, are. Okay. I'm 54, wow. the mother of a 37-year-old, wow. uh, 32-year-old grandbabies, nine and seven, and yeah. Wow. Like I love that on my resume. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And you all, we're going to include Nicole's um, social media handles because she's very transparent and open with her, with her life as a mom, as a grandmother in the sense of sharing pictures and just sharing the energy and the vibrance. And so, I mean, you're going to fall in love with Nicole. I'm going to tell you that now because, because of that transparency. And I know we're making it all, you know, whistly and pretty and, you know, glowy right now. And so I want to, I want to shift a little bit before yeah. the forties and mm. what you felt, who, who was Nicole? Who was that woman in her, in her thirties, you know, maybe even twenties before approaching. Cause I, you know, 40 is this, this kind of pivotal shift that we go through, but who was that woman? You know, I, I, when I was uh, reviewing the questions in preparation for today, um, you know, I, I like and love that Nicole. Um, and I realized like specifically when I think about my twenties, how unique an experience it was in comparison mm. to my peer group, my friend group at that time, like, I I had, uh, by the time I was 21, I had two children, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Like I had, mm -hmm. our older son was born when I was 16 and, and mm -hmm. Cole came along at 21. And so my experience was entirely unique from most of my peers. Yes. Um, and that Nicole, like I honor her. Mm. She was doing the best she could, the best she knew. And mm -hmm. it makes me today so grateful for the example of my own mother, my own father, the parenting I received, mm -hmm. because nothing in my lived experience to that point but them prepared me for parenthood. Mm. It, it wasn't, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, yeah, I had my kid your and I still went, nope, I wasn't prepared, but go ahead. It's amazing, <laughs> sometimes ignorance is bliss. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, I didn't know enough to be scared shitless, you know? <laughs> so yes. thank God for... Yes. Um, so I, I look back at that, and, and one of the consequences of being a parent so young is that at a time, and this is after years of therapy, I can, can pinpoint <laughs> this, at a time when most of us, in at least in Western culture, are encouraged to explore and to discover like through education and, you know, friend groups, your, your likes, your dislikes, like mm -hmm. all of that was secondary to the needs of my family. And so I really mm -hmm. felt a lot of immaturity around who Nicole is, what she wants, right? Mm -hmm. So, because it just mm -hmm. was not as important as 
what are we doing for dinner tonight? <laughs> right, exactly. Exactly. I had these two kids that were my focus. And I'm yeah. so glad, at least, and I don't know how, but I had the presence of mind. To, and and it, it felt like an absolutely righteous um, priority, these kids. Mm. And again, mm. I was young enough to really not understand the sacrifice that we were making as people to raise these these babies. Now, as I got yeah. older and life forced me into this, um, my older son was in college, but he stayed in state. So that felt a little mm -hmm. like I'm still mom, you know, I'm still mom. <laughs> but then the younger one went to U Chicago. Yeah. And Kenya, like I was in the bed for a few days going, who am I if not wow. a mother in this way that I've known since 16? Yes. yes. And the dominoes began to fall. Mm. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah. yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. I still had time. Like, even yeah. in the crevices of the daily sort of being mom and wife, and I still knew just innately that I was meant to sing. I was meant to write. These seeds had been planted in my mm. childhood. And whenever the opportunity came, and it did, I would indulge in, in the cultivation of, of mm. those gifts, you know, mm. like there was always a little bit of time that I could in, <laughs> invest in me and the things that yeah. brought me joy, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I love that you just said that because I do think for those women, because we do have an audience, while this is an over 40s supposed podcast, mm -hmm. obviously we don't just have people <laughs> who are over 40. And I want to encourage women who maybe want children, who haven't had children yet, or who are new moms, I know mm -hmm. there's this idea that being a mom is it and that your focus, mm -hmm. you know, really has to be that. But what you just said is, you know, but there, what there is time in between. You have to, you yeah. have to, yes. you have to, yes. Other, yes. you know, otherwise, yeah, you, you get lost and you can serve no one lost exactly. and you can get resentful. Right. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. we are individuals, even as we are breastfeeding, you know, <laughs> yes. like it is. And so it's, it's not <laughs> selfish. It's not, um, self-centered, although those things are not bad things to be at times right. in our lives. Right. It's to the benefit of everyone that there is some area, something that is sacred to you that you tend to. Mm, and yes. that's it. Yes, yes. No, and and I can't underscore that enough because I still don't think I still don't think we have enough mm. conversation around the honesty of mothering and mm -hmm. the honesty of parenting as a woman. Yes, um, which is a different space uh, for men or for yes. those who identify as you know those genders, and it's mm -hmm. it is different and. I, I, I need to do, it's so funny as I sit and I look at different, like the future of the podcast, I'm like, oh, I just need to just bring on people talking about parenting because it is, yeah. I still don't think we have the full conversation yeah. out there. I think we're doing a little more, but to your point, I was, I was not 16 with my first child. I was mm -hmm. 30 mm -hmm. and, and just as who, what, where, you know, yeah. just blissfully yeah. like, ignorant to <laughs> it is what I got myself in. 
Yes. It is an undertaking. And here's what I, like, I would love to see more appreciation for. Like, our children are served when they witness us living. Mm-hmm. Our children are served when they know us, not only as caregiver and nurturer, but as woman, yes. as friend, as sister, yes. as daughter. Like yes. even the love exchange between you and whatever partner is in yes. your life. Like it is important that they see a holistic view of this person who is giving to them, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's, yeah. um, you know, I think, yeah, like I, oh God, there's so much I could say. About- Girl, I know you're, it is poetic <laughs> the way it. And of course I'm reflecting, you know, I'm like, what do my children do? They holistically. And I, I do think since once I left my marriage, I think finally my kids saw the whole me because there was so much of me that I didn't understand that was getting lost, that I was covering up that, mm-hmm. you know, so they, they, they saw, they saw something, you know, mm-hmm. and sure. They're just now, you know, entering their young adulthood. And so we're just now having kind of these more honest conversations around mm-hmm. what was growing up like for them, you know, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I have it more with my 20 year old, my 17 year old is still in the house, you know, he's a senior this year, but um, these are really good points. Okay. So I, yes, we're going to go to the next question. Kind of, <laughs> okay. Kind of. It's, it's still a little bit in this space. So you are an artist, you are a true artist. And when I say true, meaning there's some people who are singers. There are mm. some people who, um, I don't know so much in terms of writing. Cause there's, you know, I think for you to, well, I think people, there are some people who write books, mm-hmm. but then there's artists. Mm. <laughs> so mm. an artist is different to me than a singer. Um, an author is different than a person who writes books. Like mm-hmm. there's, there's a different, there's a different resonance that happens. And so this creative in you has this always since childhood, you had this, or did you find that once you got into this post 40 life, it really came alive? Like when did artist Nicole really feel like, yeah, that's me. You know, it's, um, I posted, uh, on Facebook, um, mm-hmm. a video. I just had like the musical experience of my lifetime last Saturday, or mm-hmm. Saturday, the September second. Mm-hmm. Um, I sang, you know, the national anthem. I saw of- that. Yes, <laughs> it was so crazy. <laughs> this this will this will be part of the point. I promise. Um, <laughs> it was the it was you know, an estimated 58,000 people. Yes. It was for Purdue University's football season opener where my son is the head football coach. Yes, guys. I, so, we need to say what your children and husband do, but keep going. We, right, we, right. We, yeah. So it it has been like, that was a full circle moment um, in so many ways. And maybe we will tap into that uh, as mm-hmm. the conversation continues. But to your question, have you always been like this this way? And the answer is yes. Mm-hmm. It has looked um, differently, but the seed is the same. Mm. Like I remember, uh, you know, growing up, um, putting on concerts with my neighbors <laughs> mm. and the stairs in the front, the, you know, vest- the vestibule was 
you know, the seats and I would be standing underneath the light in front of the front door. Singing. <laughs> like that was it. me. Um, a comment from a high school friend beneath the video of the national anthem performance was, I remember you singing on the school buses from football games in high school. I had forgotten that. And I was singing oh, songs wow. I wrote. Um, the wow. difference, Kenya, I would say in how I approach performing and songwriting today, post 40, mm -hmm. there was a significant event at 40 in my life. Mm -hmm. um, was It was so, my, my early offerings were very Christian centered. Mm -hmm. I grew up in the church. My dad mm -hmm. was a preacher. Mm -hmm. I was at home um, in a hymnal. <laughs> like, uh, there was a time and I regret, like if, if I have any one musical regret and my parents are right, like I regret stopping piano lessons mm, uh, to mm -hmm. pursue dancing. I would never be a dancer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just am not built for it. Oh. And like playing, you know, for the offering, like the, I grew up in that thing. And so for a long time, my subject matter was was religious in nature, yeah. specifically Christian. Mm -hmm. um, at 40, I took mm -hmm. uh, a vacation to India mm. and my worldview came tumbling down. Really? Um, oh my gosh, talk about the proverbial dark night of the soul. Um, I mm. came back where to my job where I was leading worship for one of the largest churches in Denver. and and I couldn't do it anymore with Ooh. any integrity. So you can use your vivid imagination too. Yeah, <laughs> you know. now, see, you know the spiritualist in me, of course. See, <laughs> see Nicole, we're gonna need, so first we're gonna need just the catch up between you and I, yes, so that I can just, yes. you know, feel everything. <laughs> then we're gonna need to come yeah. back because yes. this season I am taking some leaps of faith and allowing yeah. spirituality the way that I've always seen it, just have been mm -hmm. always very quiet about it. Mm -hmm. um, let, because of the judgment, because of you know the all the fears that go around, mm -hmm. suppose sure. I think something different than sure. others. Um, but I've decided because of the state of where we are at in this mm -hmm. humanity space and where to me we're shifting, it's, it, I find it, I cannot, it's my responsibility mm. to, given who I am and what my soul came here to be is to start creating safe spaces for people Beautiful. to explore. Yeah. Explore Beautiful. these things. So, so we are talking more spirituality a bit, this not, you know, I don't want listeners to think, Oh, now it's a spiritual pocket. It isn't, <laughs> but I do think we exist, you know, we are mind, we are body, we are soul, you yeah. know, we are, we are these dip, different dynamics. So I don't know if in a quick shot, I mean, you said you came back to Colorado, came back to your job and you literally were like, I can't do that. I can't. And I, I was on stage, I was leading, leading a song and you know, the, the lyric had something uh, possessive, like our God, mm. our God. And I was singing and I, got off stage and I thought, dang, <laughs> I can't, I can't do this anymore. Like I, like it's too big. It's, it's, wow. it, it, whatever it is, is huge. And it belongs to all of us and mm. it desires to know each of us and be known by us. And I 
I, I exited. Um, wow. And it meant leaving a community that was so entirely uh, necessary to me and mm. beautiful and vibrant. And, and I was a part of a band that had done this world touring and I was one of the primary songwriters for the band and 14 piece brass and percussion like it was beautiful and it still is beautiful shout out yeah. to Dave, Dave Lemieux and House of Soul and more than music yeah. um, but I had to leave all of that and the the good thing is the the grace in it all Kenya was my exodus from from faith in that way mm. uh, coincided with my family's move from Denver mm. to Seattle. And so I was able literally to just make a break and sort mm. of not redefine, but certainly rediscover, okay, who am I am now? Like, who am I now with this lived experience that was so authentic that yes. caused this earthquake? And, mm. and I'm so, I was so grateful for the space. Like I wrote my first, uh, my first book ever, uh, Karis Journey to Pandora's Jar, which was mm. all about like the opening of the, you know, Pandora's Jar and all the, yeah. like the personal responsibility and bringing hope into these situations that can appear hopeless. It was like sort of my way of processing what happened to me and mm. is, is God still here? And you know, where within me does it yes. exist, you know? Yes. And so writing about that. And it, I started taking um, jazz vocal lessons. Like if I'm not singing gospel, what, how do I, you know, where do I go? And yeah, going to these open mics, not knowing a soul. I'm in Seattle. I don't know anybody. <laughs> but finding, finding the people. Community. The yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know, I didn't know the full backstory of that again. So Nicole and I are more connected through a, a mutual friend mm -hmm. um, who I know you affectionately call Missy. I'm still the traditionalist, <laughs> call her Melissa. I will call her out Melissa. And yes. Melissa, Melissa and I have so many, she's my Kevin Bacon in like a lot of ways, <laughs> meaning that we have all of these kind of, you know, three degrees, yeah. six degree, like a yeah. lot of people I met through Melissa or have come back around and Melissa is there. That's so great. I have to let her kind of, I don't even know if she realizes that, but so I've always known you through her, right? You know, I haven't, mm -hmm. we've never really had an opportunity to have an independent kind of, you know, relationship. Yeah. But what I've all, one, Melissa is just a really beautiful soul. So I know, yes. you know, her connections meet are very meaningful. So I've mm -hmm. always, you know, I trust that. But from the vantage that I'm at, yes, I'm saying, oh my, and Nicole, listen, you're a phenomenal singer. Like, Thank and you. I'm not just saying that because you're a guest. Like, I remember hearing you from the moment. I mean, the, the soulfulness, which I'm loving hearing you put that in a jazz space. Thank because you. it's fun. Yes, yes. Yeah. I love to hear jazz artists who bring a soul energy in in their in their artistry. But you know, so I so I'm watching, yeah, from afar. And so I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, well, she I know they were in a group. Okay, well, no, the group's not okay. Oh, she moved to Seattle. Oh, mm -hmm. okay, well, oh, she's writing. <laughs> and I get that because that's me. I'm like, well, yeah, right. like, so I can appreciate that. I'm not like, well, what's she doing? It's like, no, this girl is like blooming. She's doing this, she's doing that. She's I think at one point I saw real estate, which 
<laughs> yes. Well, no, what's so funny? We were talking a little bit about astrology before pushing record. And I'm yeah. like, oh, where's her Libra? We got to find where her Libra is because that's where the home and the decoration right. and Venus and the Taurus right. and all that stuff is. But anyway, so I didn't know that kind of backstory. So I think that's really profound. You know, I, I think a lot of people may be facing some similar shifts or like, wait a minute, I just experienced mm -hmm. this spiritually. Now I have all these new questions, but I'm like a grown ass person. <laughs> so right, right. he's always done this. So do I shift this now? So where was fear in any of this? Where is there oh, fear or? Present yeah. and accounted for. Like, <laughs> and most of the time, Elizabeth Gilbert gives this analogy. I think it's in her book, Big Magic, where she talks mm. about Fear is always going to be in the car. Just don't let it drive. Mm, right? You can sit I in the backseat. You can't choose the music on the radio. <laughs> you can't give direction. You can just ride along quietly. You know? Yes. It's yes. Like, but there, fear had the wheel in its hand and was white knuckling it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it was like, here we go. Let's go down this one lane highway on the side of the mountain. <laughs> you know? It was like... The road to Hana Hell is what it was like. Um, and it was crazy. And so, yeah. yes, like I was so afraid. Uh, but the thing is, and I was clumsy. I, I, mm. My language coming out of that really profound, like hurt, like I was hurt. I was mm. mad at me. Mm. I was disappointed in me. Mm. I thought, man, it was your faith that week. Like wow. I had been, I traveled, I have had the blessing of, extensive travel mm. i have been to places that i never as a kid growing up in carson california would have mm. envisioned myself and it wasn't any of that it was a vacation to india that that prompted sort of this pulling of the thread you know um mm. and so i like i was disappointed in me i could imagine the heartbreak that my community felt like I was a leader yeah. in this space and yeah. I'm having to say I I have questions that I did not have that that remain unanswered and mm. so I, I need to back away from the surety that I used to embrace you mm. know um mm. and so yeah I, I was afraid at my family my nuclear family mm -hmm. they you know, they felt betrayed in some way, like my preacher father and, you know, yeah, um, yeah, it was a lot. It was a yeah. great deal. Um, but here's the thing about fear. Mm. You know, you can alchemize that thing into courage. <laughs> Absolutely. You can. You Absolutely. sit and you talk with it and you interrogate it. You poke holes at it. You see mm. it, if this is the thing that's going to kill you. No, no. Okay. Then how do we survive? Okay, then how do we, how do we thrive? Like how yes. how can we make this a superpower? Yes, <laughs> you know. Yes, and it um, and nothing is perfect, right? Like you learn to talk about everything but religion. <laughs> like how about them cowboys? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like. You know, oh gosh! But that's what you do, and you you dive deep where there is water to be had. Mm -hmm. You know, um, mm -hmm. and 
And so, yeah, and, and I own like my part of it. Like, again, I was clumsy with language. I just remember coming back, <laughs> meeting with my pastor going, Jesus has an India problem. <laughs> That's all I got. I didn't know, I didn't know what else. <laughs> like, I don't know how else. <laughs> right. Now I can, right. like, now I, I feel like just living and coming back to the places of my my faith, the, the elements of me that still identify as Christian. Yeah. Like, coming back there and, and you know, like, untangling it and knitting a new sweater and yeah. putting it on. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, like one yeah. that I designed. And, exactly. You know, like, yeah. and, and so there, are, it, that's been nice. And then to integrate all of that into my present day songwriting. It's not mm -hmm. religious by any means, but isn't mm -hmm. everything spiritual? Thank you. you know? It is. And that's, that's like, you know, the mission if I have, you know, in my soul is to demystify and to take all of this woo and this 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 element of separation mm. that makes i don't know religion spirituality in this kind of you know fight against each other we must choose you know mm. one or the other um and it's like no like literally the fact that you have a human body is is extremely yes. spiritual like it's yes. just the fact that you know, you give birth, you, you can yes. see, you can close your eyes and still see something. What is that? Your eyes are yes. not seeing it, but I, all of us can close our eyes right now and see. That's pictures. right. What is that? Mm -hmm. What is that about? Mm -hmm. So just, and you know, in spirituality, it's the third eye, but is it just not, we, we just all got it though. We don't have to make That's it right. this wooey. Oh, you have the That's third right. eye. And, and I actually, we have, this is how we're made. <laughs> we all yeah, can close our eyes absolutely. and see rivers, you know? Yes. Um, yes. So I, I just really appreciate how you are talking about this because I think it's important for us to see our whole selves mm. and our messy selves and our clumsy mm -hmm. selves mm -hmm. and and how wondrous all that even all is. All of it. All yes, of it. All, all of, of it, it really is. I love Made it. Made in the image and likeness of our creator. All of it. All of it. All of, it. all of us. And when we can stop making an enemy of our questions and our doubts and allow a curiosity that you feel safe in yeah. to, to navigate our journeys. Like having curiosity um, is a gift. You know Absolutely. what I mean? It Absolutely. means we are still growing and seeking to grow and wanting to expand and inviting evolution. And the minute we don't do that, like what is the point? What's the point? Mm -hmm. uh, okay, so I'm I'm looking at my clock, and as usual, okay, I'm like, okay. it cannot be that we've talked for thirty <laughs> minutes. No, <laughs> do not apologize. Do not apologize. So I there's there's three areas I must hit. Okay, I think okay. it's three. It may be two, but anyway, I, the the big thing I want to talk about how as an artist mm -hmm. you are taking. Now we've talked a lot about spirituality, so this may be how you're taking care of yourself. But when you think of self care. You think mm -hmm. of the day-to-day -day of what you're doing to just continue to nurture yourself at this point. Mm -hmm. 
What mm -hmm. is that? And and I will say, you know, I see your daily, I don't know if it's daily, but I see your mm -hmm. posts where you pull your, your tarot cards and yeah. these beautiful reflections that you give as a way to better, you know, of how, you, how this card is resonating for you or mm -hmm. how it's, mm -hmm. you know, playing in your life. And for mm -hmm. me, like, Ooh, that's a form of self-care for her. Like that's, that's something <laughs> that is. is really, it yeah. Is. But it is. Yeah. 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 So here's the deal. Like we, we, you know, there's a formula, right? Like, rest, hydrate, eat properly, like right. move your body. I'm not doing any of that. <laughs> Honestly, like self-care is so personal. It is self-care. And what is care for me may mm. not be care for you. It's important yeah. that you know what your soul needs. Yes. And so we're not yet yeah, like tarot cards have become a personal friend like mm. these i will pull the same card three days in a row and it can mm. mean something different based on everything that led up to that particular pulling you yeah. know um yeah i love tarot when i when i feel uh inspired i share you know mm -hmm. on mm -hmm. instagram my mm -hmm. my uh how the card like you said resonates um mm -hmm. i also honestly um I've come to this planet a joyful person. I will tap into that joy in as many ways as possible. Mm -hmm. Like I live downtown Seattle. If it if I need to just go see people, I just go for a walk down here and you see all sorts of people. <laughs> and but I, I'm reminded, oh, I'm a part of this. Yeah. Look at me. I get to be alive with all these people. Yeah. Like that brings me joy. Like yeah my grandkids like joy is a strength and if mm -hmm. it doesn't come naturally to someone like i just would encourage them to find it find yes. it search it out like man if everybody had more joy yeah like what yeah. kind of world would this be absolutely Absolutely. And that joy is self-care. And I think, mm -hmm. you know, you have to, you have to, you do have to, to me and in, in my experience, you know, joy doesn't land on your lap until you seek it. And then you'll see how it lands on your lap. Yep. It's like, it's yep. like you it's have true. to recognize it as such. Mm -hmm. And, but then mm -hmm. that requires awareness, right? Yeah. And so many of us, we just kind of walk through life, just sort of acting, right. Or Absolutely. reacting. Uh, and so it's like, yeah. pay attention. Like your body tells you, you know, like, oh, and so, yeah, like joy yeah. for me is a priority. Yeah. Yeah. And I can feel that in you. I mean, even in these spaces and you guys, we, you know, Nicole has many layers and we haven't even listened tapped in because I know, you know, having children at that age, that in itself, you know, we, 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 we knocked on the doors of that, but that also mm -hmm. meant you got married, you, you partnered. At a yes. And that is a whole <laughs> yes. other yes. conversation. That's my, that's my dude. That's my guy. Yes. <laughs> my favorite person. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, cause since 16 or 15 or 12, I mean, I don't know How when you guys eight? actually first, okay. I was going to say, depending eight. on when you guys first met. <laughs> Can I ask you what is his sun sign? What is yes, you're an Aquarian, is, but what he's is he's a Virgo? Really? Um, yes. And Interesting. Thank God, like, we need the systems and things because I'm floating off. <laughs> Do you know his moon sign? Uh Taurus. He's okay. a Taurus moon. All right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's okay. And then your moon is Leo. Interesting. Leo. Uh -huh. Interesting. Okay. So you guys know I'm I'm here. 
I'm not going to get heavy in it, but I, I think I'm pretty much every guest going to ask, what's your sun sign? What's your child sun sign? Why not? Anyway. Why not? Yeah. But, but yes, Nicole is an Aquarian and I, I just, you know, it's, I, I had an Aquarian last season who had a very similar story. She, she had her child, children young, yeah. um, left home young, moved to another city, like very. And I said, this is just, I think the pattern of Aquarian energy to, mm-hmm. you know, they, this moving to the beat of the drum that they understand to move to yes. and we'll figure it kind of out along the way. And I, mm-hmm. I just really admired that. So, all right, as we begin to wrap up, we are going to do yeah. a bonus session. So we'll be okay. able to tap a little bit more. So those of you who are enjoying this listening, you got to join our Patreon so that you can hear more from Nicole, but you are an artist and this is mm-hmm. two things. I got to get this in because the book that I mentioned, Aisha and the Ancestors. Yes. Okay. Can you just tell us briefly, like when I was reading and, and reviewing that and looking on mm-hmm. YouTube and all, I'm just like, I love this so much. What made you say, okay, now it's, I'm going to write about this. Yeah. I just think it's an important topic. Yeah. Well, my father passed away. Mm. He passed away in uh, June of 2020. Mm. And I've got grandkids who have questions. What happened? Yeah. What happens now? Tell me about Papa. And there was nothing I found um, mm. that, that could adequately, in my estimation, um, help them process, help me process, give me give people the tools to talk about how do you honor, you know, a life. Oh. Mm. Mm-hmm. And mm. with, you know, um, African traditional religions, and I'm, I'm not, I've not been initiated into anything. I'm not, mm-hmm. um, but you know, it has been so demonized like yes. this, this, um, concept of honoring our ancestors when in the bible we see that so-and-so begat so-and-so who begat so-and-so who begat so-and-so who ultimately begat jesus christ incarnate right like that is ancestor veneration and so it was important to me that my grandsons see me honoring my Mm. father Mm-hmm. know why I'm honoring his life among my other ancestors. I have an altar in my home when they visit. Mm-hmm. Somebody mm-hmm. lights a candle. Somebody yeah. puts fresh water and fresh coffee on the altar. Yes. We have fruit offerings and fly, mm-hmm. like this yes. is a practice that they in, engage in when they are with me. Mm-hmm. Um, I share stories about my father with them when I'm with them. So that that book uh, came came from my lived experience, mourning and honoring the life of my father. Ah, uh, I so, Drew Kennard. So I'm ordering the book today because <laughs> now you're gonna have me in tears. So, but there's something you know. When my father passed, my father passed mm. in 2018, mm. and I've always, you know, I started astrology when I was around eight. I was a little mm, girl. Beautiful. And, yeah, and I, what's interesting is I didn't. I don't know whoever taught me like nobody yeah. taught me this but i i started reading horoscopes i, I understood mm-hmm. it very easily my sister was eight years older than me or is eight years older than me and i think she kind of helped me because she's into astrology too and i think she may That's have helped beautiful. me when i was little but my parents i remember i would come to them and I'm like oh daddy you're a leo and mom's a gemini so that actually should do pretty well and da 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 and they would just be like 
okay, Ken, you know, okay. <laughs> and so, and that was kind of what it was, but when, and, but the ancestral piece, I didn't really like, I wasn't tying everything together because astrology mm -hmm. is very heavy ancestrally too. You can look at a yes. person's chart and see a lot of the lineage, a lot of generational ancestry, what the ancestors are really trying to push in this mm -hmm. lifetime for you when you really study it deeply. But when my father passed and I saw how present it was my first, it was, he's the closest person to me to mm -hmm. have transitioned. Mm -hmm. And so to feel his literal presence, like literally, like, I'm like, Oh, this is, this is what this is. Yeah. This, mm -hmm. is, and it freaked me out at first. It scared me. I mean, I would, he comes in my dreams. He was actually in my dream last night. He comes in my dreams. Mm. And at first that really frightened me a lot. And so I had to sit yeah. down and really learn more about this ancestral mm -hmm. space, what it is, the offering, mm -hmm. the altar. So hearing you say that, giving that gift to your grandchildren, at a young mm -hmm. age so that they really, they, they honor that, understand it, normalize it, which is so mm -hmm. important. Yes. Um, yes, yes so there's yes. not fear around that because yes. the fear also then block you obviously from, that's from an right. energy that's so healing. Mm -hmm. So I, I, we will have the link of the book information in the show notes. <laughs> I love Thank it. You. I love that her yes. name is Aisha and, yes. that is Aisha and the ancestors. Yes. I love Absolutely. I love, I love Yay. it. I love it. <laughs> All right. This is our last question for the regular okay. thing um, yes. in the artist space. Um, and also, well, actually, maybe two more. I, if you can share, if people want to hear your music or hear mm. you sing, or is there a space where should they just be following you on Instagram? Yeah. What are the goods? to tap YouTube. into you like awesome. i have a youtube channel of, i'll provide you with the url yeah um mm -hmm. i don't know it off the top of my head and also yeah. soundcloud nice. um i just have a few things uploaded i i am flirting with creating a, a real project i've got <laughs> some original tunes that i feel like Good. deserve like a, a real studio um expression yeah um yeah. but yeah youtube it. and soundcloud like uh yeah and we my, will put I was going to say, we'll put the links in after you share that. You. We will we'll put the links in because I, I really want you all to hear um, not just, oh, let me hear Nicole sing, but you've heard her story. And I think when you hear people's stories and then hear their music, there's just a special kind of connection mm -hmm. dots that we connect, you know, hearing kind of this whole person and not just seeing him as a star or as a, you know, a, seeing you as a whole human. So <laughs> yes. yeah, it's super, super important. Um, and so this is the last, this is the last main question. Yeah. I ask everybody this as an artist. I think this is hard. I think this is yeah. a hard question. I don't know if I could answer it if somebody asked me, but what is your theme song? Oh, what I is, got this. You got I it. was happy. <laughs> I was happy for the question. I have two. Okay. Maybe, okay. maybe three. <laughs> See? See? As I say, no, artists, no, we no, get... <laughs> let, me, let me tell you. Okay. So first of all, anything on Beyonce's Renaissance. Yes, I know. Yes. Just press play. Any song <laughs> is anthemic to me right now. Oh, uh, most specifically, she's a god. She's a hero. Oh, she yes. survived what she's been through. Come yes. on now. Uh, It's a song I wrote called Say oh, Yes. And oh, I love it. honestly, Kenya, I woke up pondering. I went to sleep pondering, okay, if I'm going to get back into music, what 
how, why, you know? Yeah. And I woke up and this entire song was written. Mm. And all I had to do was get up and quietly let my husband sleep at four <laughs> in the morning and go into the next room and sing it aloud and write it down and work out all, you know, um, say yes, say yes to me. Yes mm -hmm. to my love. Yes. And you'll see, say yes. Don't disagree. Love come to me. Yes. And believe. Oh, Listen, that oh, song, yeah. whenever I go, oh gosh, what? Yes. say yes. Say yes. Just see what happens. <sighs> Nicole, I love you so much. <laughs> We could just go on and on, you guys. I just love that. And so now I'm like, when I go back and listen, I'm going to replay so I can, you know, write the lyric of what you just said. I It's such a special feeling when you are a songwriter and a song just comes. Like, you can't get it out fast enough. Fast like enough. That's, that's happened to me on a few occasions. I and it's love funny. that experience. Yes. I have a mm -hmm. song, My Own Skin. And you talk about Cozy, because Cozy, for me, that's what she's kind of saying. You know, I'm coming yes. who I am. And yeah. my song that I wrote, My Own Skin, that's exactly, I, I heard the whole song. And it was so eerie. And it was like, I know the whole song. And so I'm like <laughs> writing it out. And I'm like, I know the I know the hook. I know the harmonies. That, I mean, I heard it yeah. all. It was like, it was it's, just- I love that. I it love it. It was so divine. It was just like, here, here it is. I'm like, mm -hmm. okay. So Beautiful. yes. All right. Well, yeah. I wrote those down. Y'all know Beyonce is all over our playlist. So we're, we created a playlist as That's a result right. of this. Cozy, Cozy. Break my soul. You won't Listen, break my soul. All of it. All of it. Energy, <laughs> all of it, all of it. Virgo, I like, yeah, her whole album. The whole, the whole joint. Yeah, yeah, she did, she did that. She did it, she, she did, did it. it. Yeah, she did. Well, this has been beautiful. We For we are going to continue. Yes, absolutely. And I, I really, seriously, I, I'm going to have to bring you back because I do want to, I, I really want to do a segment on relationships because- mm -hmm. Our partners, whether they be our spouses or, you know, just committed partners, yeah. um, mm -hmm. and then just our relationships in general, our friendships, they, mm -hmm. they, they are such guides and beauties to our healing process. Absolutely. And, and that's another part that I've been able to, you know, witness from afar is how you and your, your marriage and the healing that you've had mm -hmm. through that mm -hmm. process of mm -hmm. this person, you know, who mm -hmm. has just shown up in your life and ways. And so I think that's really special. And I, you know, I, I watch it all day with people, you know, the, how their relationships are impacting their healing journey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's profound. So see, we didn't even have time to talk about that, but we will. We'll <laughs> we, will we will. <laughs> Thank you so much, Kenya. Like this You're is welcome. so delightful to spend time with you. And I just pray a blessing over the work of your hands. It is essential and it is a beautiful offering to to our community. Oh, I love it. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank mm -hmm. you. You're welcome. On that note, guys, we'll be back next week. <laughs> Those who are watching, stay tuned. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for listening. Be sure to like, follow, and subscribe to the podcast and share on social media using hashtag finding your voice after 40. To submit questions, email info at findingyourvoiceafter40.com.